Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Alt Kings podcast. I'm your host, Tate, and today I have the honor of speaking with Goofy Gophers Mining Club. Goofy Gophers Mining Club is a gamified utility mining NFT project on the Cardano blockchain. It is the first mining club to mine multiple coins, including Bitcoin, Cardano, Litecoin, and Doge. Holders will be able to participate in the process of mining through gamification, and they will be eligible for rewards based on the performance of the club's mining operations. So we have today their founder, Ryan. And how are you doing today, Ryan? Yeah, really, really well. Thank you. Thanks so much for inviting me on. Of course, it's a true honor. And this is honestly the first time I've ever hosted an FT project, uh, you know, revolving around mining cryptocurrencies. I find it very fascinating. And, you know, my first question for you today is, you know, who are you and what was the inspiration behind the Goofy Gophers Mining Club? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so thanks for the kind words. I, I thought it was a very interesting idea to combine what we know about the mining industry intertwined with our knowledge of NFTs. And it's worked out in quite a, a cool way, I think. Um, but to give you a bit about my background, uh, I've been into crypto since late 2016, I want to say. Uh, so I was studying at university in Bristol, and for my first year, I was doing a robotics degree. Now, a lot of robotics is electronics, so quite a few of my course mates were mining crypto. And this was 2016, so you could mine crypto, basically anything, a GPU, whatever, and it would be fairly profitable. So I was very interested in it straight away. I started mining it. Um, and then over time, I just got a lot more into crypto. Uh, so I started a sm very small company in that year as well. It was selling products on Amazon. We'd get them made in China, ship them to the US and the UK, and then sell these products for a markup. So then once I had some of that actual income coming in, I was like, okay, I need to diversify. I need to invest in some other things other than Amazon. Uh, so I joined my university's trading and investing club. And it was a lot of fun. And I was looking to learn about crypto. I wanted to know about day trading, Bitcoin, the technology behind it. But to my surprise, no one in that club had traded crypto. They knew of it, but they didn't trust it. It was very early days. It wasn't anything like it is now. Uh, so what they did is when I joined, they ran a competition for all the new students at the club. You had three months. They gave you a virtual $10,000 invest in whatever you want, stocks, bonds, assets like gold. So everyone was heavily day trading these assets. I just bought Bitcoin, Litecoin, and I think maybe Ripple, held it nice. three months, basically did nothing. And my portfolio was up triple anyone else's, even though I didn't do anything. Uh, so they did two things. They banned crypto from all competitions and they made me head of crypto. So now, and bear in mind, I'd only heard of it a few months before this. I'm now thrown into it. Uh, I have to give uh, lectures to the whole class, and there's like over 100 people in there about crypto, the tech behind it, different altcoins, and I've been hooked ever since, basically. That's amazing. I find that really fascinating that, you know, you're going through college and you're joining an investing club. It didn't have anything really related to crypto throughout that investing club, but you managed to find a way to invest into digital assets and then prove to your, you know, your classmates how strong and powerful digital assets have the potential to be down the line. And it proved through, you know, the return on investment. So kind of what was the inspiration besides that 
storyline for the Goofy Gophers Mining Club? Like, why did you why did you choose Cardano? Uh, yeah, good question. So after all that, I got more interested in NFTs. I remember someone made an NFT of the first ever tweet, and it went for crazy money. So I was like, okay, what's going on here? What's an NFT? I researched it extensively. Uh, I started buying NFTs. The first NFT I think that I bought, one of the first, was a very interesting project on ETH. Uh, it was a, a project from this guy called Ben Mesrick, who wrote the book of The Social Network, that movie about Mark Zuckerberg. And the whole idea for the project was he had a mint. He was going to use the revenue from that mint to make a Hollywood movie about NFTs. If you hold, if you held the NFT, you get royalties from that movie. So I was very interested. I think it was an eighty-dollar mint, but then it was on ETH. So after gas fees, it was more like a hundred and fifty. It's very slow, and that's when I first discovered Cardano. I knew of it before. I knew about the tech behind it, but when I really got into NFTs, that's when I was more sort of full-time Cardano. Because uh, on Cardano, transactions are near enough instant, gas fees are negligible, and it's very green. So I started looking into Cardano NFTs, and Cardano is a much less mature ecosystem. So it was quite early days, but it was incredible seeing the innovation some of these NFT projects had. There's an absolute fraction of the total number of projects compared to ETH or other trains. But there's some really, really interesting stuff. And the first one that really caught my eye was a project called Ghost Chain. The idea behind Ghost Chain was they were going to build one of the first Cardano NFT marketplaces. And if you held the NFT, which obviously funds their development, you would get a share in the marketplace fees. So incredible utility. Uh, and that's when I started to think more about how I could intertwine the art of NFTs with real world utility. And then I thought back to my robotics days with the mining. Uh, and I've always been into mining since then. But what's happened in the mining industry is more and more people have done it. So what that means, it's more and more difficult to mine. The more people it is, the much harder it is to mine a block. So now mining is really, really dominated by big companies, by big governments. So if a normal individual wants to get into mining, it's incredibly difficult. So let's say you, ha you came into some money, you wanted to get into mining. You have to buy an ASIC miner, an application-specific integrated circuit. In the bear market, these are like $6,000, but in the bull run, they were $20,000 plus. So even the hardware to profitably mine is very inaccessible. Even if you can afford that, you have to power it on. You have to generate the power. Ideally, that's sustainably. Uh, it needs to be cheap. It needs to be very reliable. You also have to cool the machines. They generate a lot of noise. You need a lot of technical know-how to maintain them and to turn them on. There's all these different headaches. So it kind of dawned on me how difficult it is for an individual to mine. But at scale, if you have a lot of resources shared, you can then get your price of the miner right down due to economies of scale. You can host it with professionals and then it will share in the reward. And then it turned out the perfect way to do that was through the technology of NFTs. And that's basically what we've done. Amazing. Yeah, I, th I find that very fascinating. Because, I mean, I've seen, you know, so many different types of ways that people go about mining, especially like today's times compared to how it used to be back in the day when, you, like you said, you can really just mine off of any sort of GPU and you can 
you know, mine somewhat efficiently. But I've seen, you know, nowadays people mining from like their Tesla vehicles or at least attempting it and so many other unique ways of going about it. But it's a matter of, you know, being efficient and sustainable as well as not wreaking havoc on Mother Nature itself. Uh, but besides that, you know, we have an understanding of really what inspired the Goofy Gophers Mining Club. Uh, why did you choose the name Goofy Gophers? Uh, yeah, so once the utility came first, so like how we were going to fractionalize mining in a really easy to access way, uh, and then the NFT side came after that. So we thought, we saw what was working at the time. It was mainly cute animals with PFPs. So then we thought, okay, uh, which animal would be quite unique, fun, interesting, and associated with mining? So then we landed on gophers, tried all sorts of different art styles, 3D, animated, doodle style. But we found a pixel artist that was absolutely incredible, and it gave them such a nostalgic look, which is perfectly in line with our audience. Um, like our, these gophers that we had drawn, the, they had shading they have perspective it's really quite deep art so we're really happy with that uh and then goofy gophers mining club we knew what we wanted to call it a mining club because it's like an exclusive club that you want to be a part of and then goofy gophers just really rolled off the tongue and once we had some concepts as well they did that they did look quite goofy so we thought it fit quite nicely but we had loads of other ideas at one point we had dinosaurs with trill hands we tried all sorts of things wow that's amazing. It definitely fits right in, I think. You know, so I think that's awesome. I really love the storyline behind everything and how everything's progressed over the years. You know, I want to dive a little deeper into the mining aspects as that's kind of the prized possession behind the Goofy Gophers Mining Club. You know, so like what are some of the challenges that you face running a mining club? How are you personally mining the cryptocurrencies the four cryptocurrencies that you've mentioned on your white paper, or do you have a third party mining those for you currently? Uh, yeah, so what we did is we minted out, we had our pre-sale in October 22, and then our main sale of the rest of the Gophers March of this year. The pre-sale sold out within about two hours and the main sale within four days. So that went really, really well. And then the process was, and this wasn't easy, by the way, we were, we've been, before we minted, we've been building a network in the mining industry for about a year, all sorts of contacts from mining farms, suppliers, insurers, all these different contacts that made it a very easy process once we got that funding. So we already had, from, from pre-sale, uh, we generated about 60k and then we got five miners online within a month. They were five L7s to mine Litecoin and Douche. And then March, we'd already had experience doing it. So we were able to pivot very quickly. Uh, we minted out uh, in March and then within a month, we got 150 more miners online. So wow. a huge amount of hash rate. Um, and there's not a third party. We fully own the miners as an LLC. Uh, and yeah, we're mining Bitcoin, Litecoin, Douche, Kadena, and two more that you didn't mention that we added a bit later because they're very new machines are the Nervos miner, the K7 and Dash uh, with the D9. Um, but yeah, we fully own, own all the machines. We have a partnership with a farm in Iowa. So we send them the machines. They make sure that we're getting constant, reliable energy 
very cheaply. They've been in the industry a long time. So if someone is looking to get into mining by themselves, I would never recommend self-hosting a machine. There's just so much that can go wrong. It's always better to pay professionals. They're well worth it. You're going to get cheap and reliable power, which is the most important thing because then you're always going to be hashing. Um, but yeah, we talked to hundreds of farms for a year and then the partner that we found, DC Mining, they've been absolutely excellent. So to give you an idea, uh, and we did a site visit, by the way, on our YouTube channel, you could see us touring the site and talking to nice. the uh, But they've just been so transparent, excellent partners. Uh, and yeah, when our miners, when our first load of miners came online, it was Thanksgiving, which is a holiday in the US, and they still got them online within two hours. So they did act through being incredible. That's incredible. I mean, really the only mining that I ever really knew about prior to knowing a little more about your project was really, I knew about Bitcoin mining from the get-go, but the only mining that I really, you know, dabbled in myself was helium mining, actually. I have my own helium miner down in Orlando. It's actually like one of the only miners in that specific area that I have it uh, mining at, uh, but it's it's somewhat sustainable. I'm not making, you know, great profits. I've made my money back, which is amazing. Uh, but besides that, you know, being able to see all these other various cryptocurrencies out there that allow you to mine. And then the fact that you're able to work with a company based out of Iowa to really provide them all of your tools to mine for you and then get much more cheap and efficient energy sources, that alone, that alone really just helps, you know, push and progress your very own project forward to a, a whole new level. Mm -hmm. And yeah, well, I, now, I oh, what was that? <laughs> no, no, you can go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, for sure. Uh, I've seen quite a few hobbyist miners uh, mining helium. It seems to be pretty good. I mean, helium's up 10% today, I think. Like, oh, wow. I didn't even know that. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's going well. Yeah. So, I mean, you've obviously dabbled into the markets for, you know, the mining markets. You've done your research on other comparable NFT projects kind of approaching the same aspects. I'm assuming you're probably one of the only mining projects on Cardano. You're the first mining project that I've ever came across. Uh, so I'd love to ask now, you know, what are the unique features of the Goofy Gophers Mining Club that make it stand out from other mining projects? Uh, yeah, what a great question. So on Cardano, we're the only mining club. When we first had the idea, we weren't aware of any other mining clubs. There are a few well, uh, primarily on E. But there's still really not that many. If you compare it to how many staking pools, for example, there are on Cardano, which is also, it's a similar earning mechanic. Uh, it's really, really a new thing. And I like there's lots of mining clubs because it's bringing crypto back to what it's supposed to be about. Anyone should be able to mine crypto. You shouldn't have to get these really expensive machines to have all this know-how. It's supposed to be properly decentralized and mining clubs help that in a huge way. Um, but as for unique features for us, I would say, first of all, the artwork. Um, if if anyone, if whoever's listening to this, just type in ggmc.io. You'll see we have a very particular art style. We work with some really talented artists. Every single asset is in a certain theme. Uh, we also have a lot of fleshed out lore. So everything is in the kingdom of Goo. Uh, we have this elaborate story to how the Gophi is a, the Gophi is a sentient, which is quite fun. Um, but I would say our biggest defining feature is our gamification. 
So it's not just one go for equals one share of the rewards. It's heavily gamified. So there's seven different gopher professions and they all interact with our utility in different ways. So there's miners, they get a boost to that potential mining payout and that comes in three tiers. Apprentice get a small boost, to masters get a big boost. We then have wizards, same thing. They get a boost to the treasury. Apprentices get a small boost, masters a big boost and then experts are in between. Uh, and we haven't talked about the treasury yet, but 20% uh, of our net mining profit goes into a treasury. And that allows us to diversify out, which is proof of work. It allows us to do things like stake pools, trading bots, other passive income plays that will benefit our holders. So wizards get a boost to that. There are then warriors that get a small boost to both. We then have merchants who get 50% of our secondary market royalties. Um, and to give you an idea, the mint was about 300 ADA and merchants already have earned 700 ADA plus just from that royalty share. Uh, and then thieves, thieves are a really fun one. So thieves steal the payout from other thieves. So some thieves get nothing. The, the thieves that steal get a big payout because they've stolen from other thieves. So that's a fun one. That's we then Oracles can submit predictions for the following period, arbitrary things like the price of Cardano, our secondary market volume. The closest three get a huge boost to their payout. And then lastly, we have Royals, and Royals just get a tax on all other gophers. So definitely a fun gamified ecosystem. That's amazing. And it actually transitions very well into, you know, my next questions. You know, so what are the benefits of gamifying the mining process itself? I know that you have, as you mentioned, all these various different types of NFTs within the collection itself that have many different various types of, you know, traits and benefits that value those specific NFTs. But, you know, what are the benefits of gamifying this mining process? Uh, yeah, well, it, it made for a very fun minting experience because we drew a totally random. It wasn't like, oh, royals are priced more. It was, this is the mint price. You might get a royal. Uh, and it was it was very, very fun. It, was, it had that gamification. But I would just say that investing and crypto mining can get so, you can get so bogged down looking at charts all day. And it can get very boring. But this is just such an easy way to access all that. Let the experts worry about the charts and you can just see everything. Uh, and it's not boring. Everything's flowing in different places. Different gophers do different things. Uh, the artwork looks nice. They all look, you can clearly see what a merchant is versus a miner. And it just adds a whole new layer of fun to everything. Definitely. And I think that, you know, any holder who's invested into this project from the get go has to, you know, be somewhat satisfied so far with. You know, depending on the gopher that they held from the start, they've already made their money back, depending on that gopher. And it's very satisfying for any NFT investor to make a return on their investment and, you know, double their investment in some cases and potentially even more down the line if they stick with the, your project. And, you know, that's just satisfying as a whole and makes people want to stick and support your project because you're showing results at the end of the day. And I think that's great. It's definitely very unique for the space and overall very beneficial to anybody who invests into it and you can learn a lot from this process as well say if you want to get into mining on your very own you know you have basically an a1 person 
within your inner circle now to network with and figure out the ins and outs of the mining processes for different relative cryptocurrencies that allow mining. And so I think overall, it's very resourceful, one would put it, to be able to be a part of this community and have all of the information provided. And, you know, at the end of the day, the great community itself. But on that note, I'd love to say, you know, what are the club's plans for the future? Yeah, great question. And good point about the community stuff, for sure. So holding yeah. a GoFo, it doesn't purely give you access to crypto mining, but also we've been big on education from the start. Uh, and a lot of Cardano investors, they didn't necessarily know that much about mining because uh, obviously Cardano is proof of stake. We're mining proof of work coins. But it's been amazing to see them all learn together. Uh, we have a holder-only chat. Uh, and yeah, they're always sharing ideas. And then on our end as well, we have a YouTube channel. So we, we've explored aspects like how you calculate mining profitability. Um, and we definitely want to flesh that out more, the education aspects. So in the future, we want to have some fairly big guests come on to talk uh, to our community. Uh, so we had one of the UK's leading crypto tax experts. Uh, we're in contact with him. He may be coming on. Uh, and there's lots of other really exciting guests that are going to help teach us and the community. So that'll be fun. Uh, we recently released our app. It's called Kingdom Connect. Uh, and in a nutshell, if you own a gopher, you can come onto our web app and then you can see all of our mining stats in real time, hash rate, mine account, Bitcoin mine, Kadena. Uh, we also upload all of our invoices for full transparency. Can see the machines cost this much electricity in may was this much uh, and that app has done wonders for our transparency because that's a big issue in crypto sometimes and we just thought why not share everything we can we're not hiding anything we want the community to be involved as much as possible um, and as for future plans we've got a really really good foundation in mining now we've just bought 150 miners in march and the opportunity of crypto mining cannot be understated in this bear market. We raised 1 million from the mint and got 150 miners. In a bull run, we would be lucky to get 50 miners. Uh, so it really is a good opportunity. And in the bear, we're mining the exact same amount of crypto. The only difference is it's worth less currently. But if you believe yeah. in the long-term future of crypto, uh, then mining Bitcoin at 30k once it reaches that, say, 80K, it's like you are mining it at 80K the whole time. Uh, and we do have a lot of diversification. We're mining six different coins. Uh, so that really hedges our risk. It limits the downside. But especially some of the small altcoins like Kadena, they really could see a massive upswing in the bull market. Uh, so we have quite good exposure there. Um, so the short-term focus is getting as much hash rate as we can while prices are so good on these miners. So we're currently three months into our compounding period. And the compounding period is the first six months after we sold out in March. All of our net profit goes on to buying more miners. Uh, so, so far, we've already added 15 miners to our collection. So that's a 10% increase in just two months. Uh, so that's really exciting, just getting as much hash rate as we can. We have a project that we're unveiling soon, which is a way to increase the hash rate going to each gopher, but without sending anything more to our community. And it will massively help out the Cardano space overall. 
Uh, but I can't say any more on that because it's not announced yet. And then sure. similarly, towards the end of 2023, we have another project, really exciting, that's going to massively increase our hash rate. And then we will have close to a megawatt of machines uh, by the end of 2023. Huge, huge amount of hash rate that we could only dream of in a bull run. So then it will be more a focus on the treasury. We'll have that mining net profit flowing into the treasury. And we're thinking of exciting ideas for all the time. Trading bots, a Cardano staking pool, uh, world mobile tokens. There's all these exciting passive income plays with crypto that we want to explore. But also internal projects. Maybe we launch some merch, things like that. Uh, and if you look at our website and the law, you can see we have a heavily fleshed out world. So one yep. thing that I would love to do is create some sort of video game in our world. Uh, but that would be way, way off. Uh, that's that's just thinking for the long term out loud. But we've got a lot of different plans for the project. And we're really happy with how it's gone so far. I'm very happy with how you've explained everything so far. And it's really exciting to hear the progress that you've made since the beginning of this journey for yourself. I, I just want to congratulate you on all of the accolades that you've accomplished over this this past year, I'd say. Uh, thank you know, so much. Of course, definitely. And, you know, I think it's great that, you know, one, you're always very transparent about the numbers and how things are going, especially with showing the statistics on your website. Uh, but two, I think it's great that you continue to progress. It's not like you're standing still and only sticking with the amount of miters that you currently have. No, you want to grow this. You want to expand and you want to make sure that the rewards potentially down the line are greater than staying still and stagnant. And I think that's exceptional, especially for anybody who's invested into your project. They see, they see hunger at the end of the day. They see somebody with drive and overall somebody who cares about not only themselves, but the holders. And for any NFT founder of an NFT project, if you're an investor, you really want to see a founder who cares about their community. And I see it here today. And so one of my last questions for you today is, you know, what are the challenges that the cryptocurrency mining industry faces currently as we speak? Obviously, we are still in somewhat of a bear market, soon to hopefully be reaching out of this bear market and turning more up into a bullish market. Uh, but like, what are there some of those challenges that, you know, cryptocurrency mining faces? Uh, yeah, so excellent question there. The, one of the biggest challenges not just in the bear market, but in the industry as a whole, has been sustainable energy. There's been big backlash over proof of work in general because, you know, it takes so much electricity. But that's exactly what we're trying to solve with these mining clubs. So some other mining clubs I know use hydropower, um, but generally they always use green energy. And we're the same. We use 90% solar and wind energy. Uh, so we're really not creating harm there. Uh, so that's been a big issue. Um, also machines. So as crypto halves, Litecoin's halving in August, Bitcoin's halving next summer, what happens is Bitmain will release new miners that are much more powerful. And when that happens, your machines can become less profitable, especially if it's a big batch of the new miners. Uh, so that's something that we're always tracking. We've really got our ears in many places 
And the second, there's rumors of a new machine will uh, will judge accordingly. So, for example, we have a new Litecoin miner coming out. And we have to deal with Bitmain. And sometimes Bitmain's not the easiest to work with. So they said they're releasing a new miner. But we don't know anything about it. We don't know the supply. We don't know the price. We don't know how many there'll be. Um, so there's all these different things you have to consider. But the good thing is... Our machines are in America, so we're very easily able to pivot. And there's a really, really good secondary market for these machines. Um, because obviously, not many people can afford these really expensive crypto miners. So once they've got a bit of use and they're secondhand, they're more affordable for people, which creates a really liquid market. Um, so we're tracking all this data, and you can see it in Kingdom Connect. And then we're much easier we're much better to make informed decisions like okay we should sell off some of this miner to pivot ready for the new miner and then we can get that early profitability um so that's definitely a big thing uh in mining but to be honest there's just so many factors that control it um i remember when we got our first litecoin miners elon musk bought twitter that week and dogecoin immediately doubled in price so then everything we'd mined was worth double overnight well so many crazy things can happen it's a very interesting industry to follow for sure amazing definitely a very interesting market to follow that's for sure especially you know the mining industry and aspects of the cryptocurrency market is definitely a lot more interesting than i assume just standard cryptocurrency uh, but it's, I've learned a lot today and my final question for you today, Ryan, but before I get to that, I'd like to say one, thank you for taking the time today to speak about your project. I've learned so much and it's made me really interested in so much more to come. But my final question for you, Ryan would be, what advice would you give to someone who is considering investing into the Goofy Gophers Mining Club? Good question. I've never been asked that before. Uh, I would say this is already an amazing first step listening to this podcast. I would say hop straight into our Discord. So go to our website, ggmc.io. You can find the Discord there. Uh, there will then be so many nice people waiting to help you. We have a start here section. It will link you to some of our past interviews, which explain everything quite nicely. We also have a mind paper that outlays the percentages and exactly how everything flows. Um, and then, yeah, you'll get up to date quite quickly and we'll be happy to help. Amazing. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Alt Kings podcast. And if you haven't already done so, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And we will see you all next episode. Peace.